Ladies and gentlemen, the Adam Bob Show, number 16. Sing it, kids. Good morning. Good morning. We've talked the whole night through. Good morning. Good morning to you and you and you and you. Hey, Ed. Hey, buddy. Good morning. Hey. It's great to stay up late. It is, isn't it? <laughs> I can't, I can't well, do it anymore. It used to. <laughs> yeah. I remember those days. I know. It's only 2 o'clock. What are you going in for? <laughs> right now, no, it's 9. I'm beat. Let's go to bed, all right? Well, here we are in December, Bob, and it's the Ed and Bob Show. The podcasts are going well and mm-hmm. getting a lot of comments. I've gotten comments every day. I have been, too, and we'll, we'll talk about some of that stuff, I guess, as we... Uh, Moving into it, if you uh, have you had a good uh, month so far? I mean, we're just into the month. Well, I'm getting week a little, into the month. I'm of getting December. a little worried about what? About Christmas presents. You can't find them. No, I'm not. <laughs> I don't think. <laughs> don't you? Hey, don't you drop to giving out gift cards? I <laughs> don't do that. No, don't don't do that. Huh? Well, let me tell you one here. My mother-in-law is in town. Oh, okay. Yeah, and is she the one that wears? Was it? Pajamas or so. What was the thing you told us? I guess we can't talk about it. No, we she can't talk about it. But okay. anyway, the, so so she says, I don't know what I'm going to give the grandchildren. Mm-hmm. And so she says, I guess I'll just give them money. I thought, wait a minute. Bob told you not to do that. No, I mean, they're not even <laughs> two years old yet. What do they know? You know, they're not going to like money. Go down to Walmart, buy them a toy for yeah. goodness sakes. Good grief. Get on Amazon and send them something. Yeah, that's right. With all those yeah. little notes inside. Yeah, that's right. So, well, um, we got a special show today. We do have a lot going on. We're going to a great show we're going to talk about. You want to kind of tease everybody and tell them what we got coming up? Well, we're going to give you a uh, talk about a place. In East Tennessee, in, well, in Eastern America, yeah, and it's a place where sweet tea began. Whoa, I mean, sweet tea began there. Sweet tea and started it, it, in the and, South. And I'm it's, shocked. It's not Lipton. <laughs> <laughs> Lipton, North Carolina. No, it's, it's not, not that. No, it's not. So we'll we'll tell you about this place, and then we'll tell you what it is if you don't guess it. Okay. All right. This is the Ed and Bob Show. What else we got coming up uh, this? Uh, this uh, show, Ed? Well, we're going to talk about the border wall. You know, that's uh, looks like the the caravan kind of turned around. Or I don't know not... what happened. I haven't heard that much about them anymore. No, I know. We'll have to talk about that. But anyway, do we really need a border wall? Well, we're we... going to talk about You know, obviously it was the, uh, the cornerstone of Trump's campaign. So we shall see. All right, let's get into the news. Anything in the news that you saw or have talked about in the last week or so that catch your attention? Well, we've uh, lost a former president. Yeah. yeah. I always get him confused. Now, he was is he 41? Yeah, 41. So, But he and his son are both have the same name. Is yeah, it? except uh, his middle, he has two middle names, yeah. which I don't know how you get that. I didn't get that. Uh, but um, George uh, Walker... Bush, right? Yeah. And then the son was Hubert or something like that. Yeah, George George H.W. Bush. Oh, it is H.W. Okay, yeah. so it's Hubert George, Walker Bush. Yeah, Hubert Walker Bush. There you go. And he died uh, the other day. And, and uh, But he was, everybody's, he, everybody liked him, even the Republicans, Democrats, and they're just giving him praise because he was a gentleman. Well, you know, he got, uh, listen, he didn't just win every time he ran for anything. No. It's kind of like the Abraham Lincoln thing. He ran, he lost, and then he won something, then he lost, then he lost, then he, you know, he's appointed, uh, what, head of the CIA or 
Yeah, he well, he had lots of appointments. He was he was a Washington man. Now, but there's one thing that got him. What's that? And that's when he said at the convention, "Read my lips. <laughs> no new tax. Never say read my lips." Right. No. <laughs> and of course, there was a tax increase, and boy, that just that that flipped it right. Well, there. now, don't you think? Because um, I hear everybody, you know, which such great memories about him and talking so highly. When he was president, it wasn't that way. No. And it never is when you're president. You always have your detractors. And um, I guess it's the old rule is don't say anything bad about somebody once they're gone. I hope they do that yeah. with me and you. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I do I do like uh, George Bush. I really liked him, and I um, respected him. I know he knew things that nobody else knew, being head of the CIA, mm-hmm. and I think that might have served him well I as being president. That's true, you know, because even the CIA doesn't share everything with the no, president. They don't. So, no. all okay. right. Well, uh, anything? Uh, I guess we move on to the, uh, the one of the thing. We're not doing questions this week. We normally do. Ed will ask a question. I'll ask a question. We're not doing that this week or this day or whatever. Uh, what we're going to do is tell you about a trip we took. Ed and I loaded up our wives, or they loaded us up, and we took a trip. Took lots of food. Yeah, we did. We were packed. So tell them a little bit about the place we went and see if people can, as they hear you describe it, guess where we went. All right. This city was founded, or started, back in 1670. Wow. Is this Boston? No, not oh, Boston. Oh, that's right. I went. Yeah. Okay. Now, the, now there, and of course, in 1670, you had cobblestone streets, and mm-hmm. everything was horse-drawn. Right. And uh, so it still is kind of that way. And they have a French Quarter, but it's not oh. It's not New Orleans. Oh, okay. Not New Orleans. I thought it was New Orleans. You and they there. have a battery around the water. You sure it's not New Orleans? No, I'm sure it's not. Okay. Well, I, if, I, if it is, I missed it. <laughs> yeah, really. No. So they have a harbor. They have a fort, federal stronghold. You going to give us a hint? Okay. It's where the Civil War started. Oh. The first shots. Fort Sumner, right? Yeah. Yep, that's right. And that is at the city of? Charleston, South Carolina. So Ed and I and the wives went to Charleston, South Carolina for about four days, and we walked all over that town, didn't we? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Charleston's, it, it's in. It's a peninsula, mm-hmm. you know, the top part. Where it's in, but it's surrounded three ways around with water. Yeah, it's, not, it's, it's a... Um, I mean, there's still some land that sticks out further on both the uh, north and the south uh, mm-hmm. sides of it, uh, Folly, Folly Beach and right. Folly Island and things like that. Mm-hmm. But it was really a very interesting town. What did you like about it? You know, I, I like the feel that um, uh, it, it was a tourist town, but yet it was still it, it kept its character from years gone by I, I you know like what's that area down there where all the houses are that are all painted different I, my wife will kill me for not remembering that but it was just we, we saw those different places that were as they were back in those times and it's really it's not all glitzed up i guess yeah and and actually you know i think the town people buy these houses and mm-hmm. and that are they're in charleston but you have to keep them a certain way. You just can't. You can't buy one and put a big screen TV on the porch, yeah. <laughs> or a couch. You can't do that. No, no, you can't do. That. All right. Well, um, <laughs> I uh, 
along the battery there, we walked the battery there where the that's the waterfront and where they had the back during the Civil War, they had huge cannons right. there protecting the town. And some of those mansions there were for sale. Right. And a little bit looked like it might be a little bit disrepair, but they're huge. Well, they're facing the water and that, you know, the air and the salt, salt water. That, yeah, it's, it's got to be. It's a beautiful place, and we really enjoyed it, and they had a Starbucks, which was kind of a requirement. But we, we really, I think we had a good time there. And how you get there from Knoxville, uh, you, we went up um, uh, through 40 all the way through to Asheville, right. and then we cut down whatever the interstate going into South Wait, Carolina. Is it 26? I think it is 26. 26. 26 down all the way into um Charleston. To Charleston, it was a, it was a fine drive, mm-hmm. except for the part where my car, the engine light came on and panicked <laughs> us. <laughs> that just started the whole time off. This is his new car too. And you on the way back. Now we tried to hit some of the places that were uh, world famous, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, down on the way down there, we stopped at a billboard, a place where the billboard kept saying "world famous diner," and we stopped there. But on the way back, something's very near and dear to your heart. Was is sweet tea? Yes, and so we heard the beginning. Yes, of sweet tea was in a certain town. Yes, tell us a little bit about that about that, and then you've got an interview with a guy from from this place. Yeah, we talked with the owner of, of uh, Shuck and Shack Oyster Bar. <laughs> Shuck and Shack. That's where sweet tea began. Well, down the street. <laughs> oh, okay. But anyway, his name is Jason Thornton. He's a great guy. And Jason, good morning, if you're listening to us. Anyway. This is where they say sweet tea started because okay. they had a tea plantation mm. right next door there in Charleston, just right. outside the city limits of Charleston. Right. And, of course, they had sugar cane mm. being in the south. So they somebody put that together, and they had sweet tea. Now, Somerville, South Carolina is famous because down there in between all those <laughs> municipal buildings, there is a glass of sweet tea. It has to be 25 feet tall. Oh, yeah, it's huge. It has a lemon in it and all of that. And, I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty famous. People are walking around town trying to find it because it's in two. It's between two buildings. You can't. Two parking garages or something. They should have been on the. It should be on the town square. Exactly. It ought to be out front so you don't have to ask anyone, where is that sweet tea? Where is that tea? But it is something to see. It really is. So, And we were going to put pictures of um, that huge sweet tea and Ed and I uh, on our website just at edandbob.com. But let's listen in right now with your interview uh, with the young man from the, what's it called? The Shuckin', Shuckin Shack Oyster Bar. Here it is. What's your name again? Jason Thornton. Jason, we're from Knoxville, Tennessee. We understand that this is the originating location for sweet tea in America. That is correct. The world. Now, how can that happen? Well, the first original tea farm was right here in Somerville, South Carolina. The probably about, in America? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And it's one of the only domestic tea farms left here in the States. Wow. Actually, everything's overseas now. So you put a tea. little sugar cane in the tea and boom, there you go. Yes, sir. Yes, Wouldn't sir. it be great if you could patent that? <laughs> Absolutely. Does everyone ask about sweet tea when they're here? Yeah, sure, sure. Okay. Yeah, we have, a, if you go around the corner here, we have a large glass of sweet tea. They've actually broke the Guinness Book of World Records for largest glass of sweet tea brewed here in Somerville. So. so a lot of people come by about the sweet tea. Yes, sir. So that's why we're here, too. Well, good. So we're looking forward to that. Now, sweet tea's always been a favorite of mine. There's, there's something that I've learned a long time ago. There's two things you never say no to. One is ice cream, and the other is sweet tea. Absolutely. So, very nice to meet you. We're <laughs> yes, looking sir. forward to it. Thank you. Thank you. All right. 
that was cool. You know, what I mean, and uh, when we got there, we sat. We, it, there was nobody there when we got there. We opened there. We got there about fifteen minutes before they opened, right? right. And we grabbed a table right out front. Beautiful day, sunshine, and we thought, well, there's nobody coming here. It was a Sunday. Yeah. How fast was that place packed? Oh, it was. Uh, well, it's not very big. It wasn't huge, but I bet it holds yeah. 50 or 60 people. Yeah, probably. But they came out of nowhere all yeah. of a sudden. And, well, they were dressed for church. Yeah, I think church yeah, they, came, they came after church. Yeah. Good for them. It was a good trip, and we, we enjoyed it. And we, I, I highly recommend going to Charleston if you've never been. I had not ever been. You had been there. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you the only thing I don't like about Charleston. Oh, okay. Tell us about that. It, it's when the cruise ship comes. They have cruise ships that come in and dock right next oh, to it. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Remember when we were trying to go through that that marketplace yeah you couldn't move because mm-hmm. all the especially the, the way we were going because all the people from the cruise ship were coming right i know you. i bet those salespeople hated that oh, yeah, they did. <laughs> <laughs> anyway it was a good trip we enjoyed it and if you haven't been to charleston there, there's our report on that all right and before we get into our topic today about the border wall have you got a uh, special business you want to talk about? Well, yes, actually I do. Well, it's not really a business, but it's an event that's coming up. Okay. And that's uh, that's at it's at First Baptist Church in Concord, and it's of course their Christmas program. Mm. And so, uh, like everybody or most people, I guess, on Christmas Eve at five o'clock, they're going to do a Christmas Eve candlelight and Lord's Supper, mm-hmm. and then on December the sixteenth at ten fifteen that Christmas morning or that morning, they're going to do Christmas with a special guest, Guy Penrod, and on December the ninth, ten fifteen, that worship service will have the kids and the Elevate Youth Choirs going on. So anyway, it's a special thing, and and we go there every year at Christmas Eve and. It's so special to have the babies with you in your arms and feeding them Cheerios to keep them from crying. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like fun. <laughs> yeah, I remember that well. Yeah. And, and this is where they do the candle yeah, and everybody yeah, hold hands? Or yeah, you know, you do candles and they turn all the lights off. And, and, then, and you ra- right. on silent night and you raise the candles and it's just, the glow just fills the entire isn't congregation. That, isn't that great? So uh, that, they do that on Christmas Eve, right? Right. Well, that's good. And they're, lo- they're located on Kingston Pike, and you can't miss it. It's a huge church. Down in- the name of the church again? Concord, First Baptist of Concord, but mm-hmm. it's in Farragut. It's not in Concord. It's in Farragut. Well, that used to be Concord, didn't it? Before it became a city. Yeah, Far- Concord is down on the lake. Oh, is it? That's the one street. That's what that line. little town is. That's to, it. That that's, was it. That's Concord. I didn't know that. Yeah, Farragut's over on Kingston Pike. I remember when I lived out there, they had the worst telephone system in the world. Concord <laughs> Telephone. It was. I don't. Even, I'm sure. I hope it doesn't exist. No, it, it was doesn't. awful. Yeah. Oh Lord, have yes, mercy. Right. All right, let's get into our topic of the day today, Ed. It's about the border wall. What would it cost? Is it needed? How long would it take? Let me just give you a, a few little quick things about it. There's about. And this is between the United States and Mexico. And that you're talking about 2,000 miles, okay, of our border between there. Now, we already have about 650 miles of fencing. Trump is not saying all 2,000 needs to be fenced. About He's saying about 1,000. And because there's some natural uh, borders like... Uh, Rattlesnakes. <laughs> I don't know about that, but the Rio Grande, although the Rio Grande in some places is like a stream. But so, what's your thought on this? I mean, we can go to the facts here in a minute, or you may want to hit some of them. What dive in there? Well, you know, this was a big political thing, and I think mm-hmm. I think what happened is is that everybody feels that Mexico has dumped 
the people they don't want onto us. Now, I happen to have some friends who don't speak very good English. They're yeah. Mexican. Okay. And matter of fact, I've had employees that do that. <clears throat> yeah. And they're probably the best employees I've ever had. Mm-hmm. A lot of people in the construction business, they really look for people like that because they work hard. Yes. And they're not very expensive. Sometimes you can't get anyone to work. Nobody uh, amen wants to, to that. Yeah. You know, hey. they don't want to work. Right. So, um, you know, I, when I'm talking to them, I go, huh? <laughs> Can you write that down or something? But, mm-hmm. but, you know, I think there is a need for this. And I think there's an opportunity. I don't think everybody should be turned away. Now, if, there is, if we're being invaded like this, I think that was an invasion more than anything else. This, this uh, caravan. caravan. I mean, 8,000 people. I think it was a political stunt is I what agree. I think it is. I agree. I agree. It's a political stunt. You know, when I, was, when I lived in Los Angeles, I had a uh, gardener, Enrique. Mm-hmm. Young man, probably about 30 years old. Fine young man. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir, Mr. Thomas. Yes, sir, Mr. Thomas. And, and I paid him, and he uh, took care of the yard uh, every week mm-hmm. and did a super job. And um, he got married, and um, he had a baby. And when we heard he was having a baby, we got him some clothes. We gave mm-hmm. him some gifts, things like that, you know, because he was just a hardworking young man. And then he told me one day, he said, Mr. Thomas, I will not be here for a while, but I've got somebody that's going to take care of your yard. They're going to do a good job. I promise you there'll be no problem. I said, well, great. Uh, where are you going? He said, I've got to go back to Mexico. I said, well, when will you be back? He said, I don't know. I said, well, what's going on? He said, I have to go back to then try to come back through legally. Oh. Mm-hmm. He didn't come back for two years wow. to see his wife and child. Mm-hmm. And that kind of bothered me because he was a hardworking young man. But, he hadn't, but yeah, he said he wanted to be in legally. Mm-hmm. And he went back. Mm-hmm. Until he got it done. And I admired him for that. Yeah. I mean, that's what we want all of them to exactly. do. Exactly. That's but, what we all do. But two years to be yeah. away from your family, I just yeah. thought it was wrong. And, you know, another thing, too, when we had the, when the, we had the immigration problem and the, you saw those pictures and I forgot which city it was in, but you had, the, you know, these babies mm-hmm. in beds by themselves separated from their parents. That's a little creepy. That's not who we are. No, and I agree with that. But how many, and I don't know how many of those were stunts to... To, to, to do that. To embarrass you Trump. never know, yes, yes, to embarrass him. Well, here's what he's done. You know, Trump said he wanted to build the wall. First thing he did, ask for $1.5 billion to pay for the initial development of the wall. Um, Homeland Security basically diverted some funds, and there's $20 million uh, relegated to building some prototypes, which I think some of us have seen online and so forth. Here's the thing that stood out. More than anything to me, I know you and I read some of the same things, talking about the funding and Trump, you know, talking about other obstacles for him and building this wall. But they said the people trying to sneak into the United States has dropped drastically since he's been president. It's the lowest in 17 years because people trying to sneak in knew it was going to be more difficult to do the lowest in 17 years. Well, I think what it is, it's not so much sneaking in; it's so much they're they're going to send you back. You well, know, you're that, right. was, that yeah, was never yeah. enforced. You're right. That's just it. Yeah, it I wasn't mean, enforced. It, they stop you, and uh, you're illegal. They just let you go because there's. I mean, what are you going to do with you? Mm-hmm. But here's the thing: there are borders on Texas and Mexico where people walk across every day to go to high school. 
Are they really? And then they go back. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you, if you go to Brownsville, Texas today, there'll be there'll be hundreds of people crossing the border to go do their shopping. They go to Walmart and they go to these places, and then they carry it back to Mexico. Wow. Oh, there you go. Here's another factor that I know that we're going long, but that's okay. I think it's important. At the end of World War II, there were seven border walls or fences. When the Berlin Wall fell in '89, there were 15. Since 9/11, there are now 77 walls or fences around the world. So it hasn't gone down; it's increased, mm-hmm. just especially since 9/11. So well, you know, and I understand that because people got afraid. You know, we stopped stopped bringing people in, and I don't, I, I don't, I don't disagree with that. If there's a bunch of hooligans trying to get in the country, hooligans, we should, yeah, we shouldn't <laughs> let them in. We don't want them in. <clears throat> but I don't think all people from Mexico, pardon me, are hooligans. Hey, one of the uh, representatives uh, compared his border wall to. Um, a uh, aircraft carrier, one and a half aircraft carriers, same cost. So they're saying about $21.6 billion to build it. The Democrats say, no, it's more like 70. Trump originally started, or it says about $10 billion. So um, as we wrap it up here on this, how important is a border wall to you, Ed? I don't think it's that important. However, if, it's, if, it's, if that's what the American people want, then let's do it. Just cut out one aircraft carrier, build that wall, and then you know, and and do it if that's what you want. But it it's I'm I'm torn either way. Are you really? Well, mm-hmm. here's what I think. Uh, I if it were not for all the illegal drugs coming in, I wouldn't. I, I would be more like, well, let's find other technology to do it. But mm-hmm. actually, um, I, I'm leaning towards saying, you know, we probably need it because um, drugs is a terrible problem, and. Yeah. Uh, our, Drugs are a terrible problem, and I think it's everybody and a grandmother knows they're coming through Mexico. So. Well, that's true, and and not only that, but the people who are trying to come into America through Mexico aren't from Mexico; they're from oh well, yeah, South. no question. They're Honduras and if, places. If Mexico was more of a listen, you get in these other countries, you see how. Uh, the United bad. States is a great place to live, and, and you, Mexico and other places, you're looking around going, "Holy smoke!" Yeah, they got the government's they're corrupt. Exactly, period. it's all yeah, that's right. They're all corrupt. They're all corrupt. People complain about saying the United States government's corrupt. Are you kidding me? Compared to the other world, the rest of the world, <laughs> give me a break. All right, anything else you want to add to that as we wrap it up? I don't want to say anything else. All right, uh, what we got coming up before I do my sponsor of the day? Well, coming up today, we're going to do the mailbox, mm-hmm. and uh, we're going to do uh, complaints. Yeah, I got something to complain about. Oh, I do, too. All right, here's what I'm going to talk about. Well, um, this weekend, it's uh, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, the Nativity Pageant. I bet Ed has been to the Nativity Pageant a thousand times. Uh, uh, maybe not a thousand maybe. times. <laughs> it's absolutely free. Um, if you've never been to the Nativity Pageant at the Civic Coliseum, you need to go. Uh, Saturday, December the 8th uh, at 3.30. Sunday, December the 9th at 3.30. Monday, December 10th at 7 o'clock. Free admission. And it starts in total darkness. Be sure to arrive early. If the, you've never been, you need to go. If you uh, have kids now, they need to see it. Uh, they do take donations. Uh, the Nativity Pageant of Knoxville. Uh, box five three two five eight, 
Knoxville 37950, a nonprofit organization. But I just think it's – I've been to it a lot. Took the kids when they were young. Yeah. And I just thought it was important to, to, to see the story of Christ. Some of my neighbors, when I lived in Hardin Valley, furnished the animals. Oh, really? Yeah, because there's a donkey and yeah. some other stuff, goats or whatever. So there you go. All right, let's, it wasn't goats, it was sheep. It was a sheep? Yeah. All right. Well, open up the mailbag, Ed. Let's see what we got. All right, here we go. First letter of today. Ba-ba-ba-ba. Chris from Knoxville says, is professional baseball coming back to Knoxville? <clears throat> I think so. Don't you? I mean, it's like, it's like one of those things like... Uh, Oh, we don't know about that, but we're buying up all the land down here around <laughs> the, the the places where the ballpark could be, and uh, Randy Boyd's buying all the places. He just bought two more businesses in the old city, really? uh, Barley's and Crown and Goose. Yeah, I mean the, he owns the whole the old city. Everybody says the ballpark's going to be down there. Right. It's like something we don't know anything about it, but it's like so obvious. It's right in front of your it's eyes. It's just a matter of when. Yeah. Well, I think I think it's good that it comes back to Knoxville, but it won't be the same league as as the Smokies. No, no, I think It'd it be, will be. No, I thought it was a single A. No, single A. What I've heard, the rumor I've heard, okay, that possibly a single A would go in Kodak. Oh, really? And the Smokies would come back where they belong. Wow, I'm all for that. That's what I've heard. Yeah, I don't like that drive all the way up there. No, and and if you know, it wouldn't be. It almost reminds me of being in Chicago, going to Wrigley Field. You walk outside, and there's all those restaurants and bars mm-hmm. there, and you, mm-hmm. you know, and before and after the game. Mm-hmm. So um, I think it'd be great, I um, and I think he will get rich off of it. Er. Yeah, richer because it'll be packed every night. Everybody will go to the ball game. It'll be sold out. What else you got? All right, Stephanie from Carnes. Wonder if that's my Stephanie. Could be. Which 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 government? No, it's not. Which government is more important, the Knoxville City government or the Knox County government? You want me to tackle it first? Go ahead. Well, a lot of this is not like most cities. Okay, in Knoxville, the Knox County government has a budget of about, what, $825 million? Right. City has about $350 million. It's a much smaller government. Right. It's not that big. They don't have jails. Nope. They don't have libraries. Nope. They don't have uh, schools. schools. Nope. So it's not like your normal city. Hmm. So I dare say the Knox County government does more. Am I wrong, or what do you think? No, I think so. I think Knox County, and I don't think people realize that. I think you're exactly right. People don't realize that. It's it's just not, the Knoxville City government is not as big a factor as the Knox no. County government. No, it's a, it's a Knoxville City government is a community government. Mm-hmm, yeah. Neighborhood government, where, where these particular neighborhoods are what, what they were looking out for, where the Knox County, you know, you've got industry. There's not, they're not looking for any industry in Knoxville. They pick up my trash, yeah. and they uh, the kind of have to do with the ordinances and things like that for buildings in this city. And they they've been responsible for building up the downtown area, which is great. Yeah, they have done that. <clears throat> yeah. However, so. you know, I mean, there's no place to put a uh, manufacturing plant in, in the city of Knoxville, so they don't mess with it. But now they have done a lot downtown, mm-hmm. I think, in, in uh, promoting that and giving out a lot of tiffs. Well, yeah, there's been. I was. I'm glad you brought that up. A lot of tiffs of pilots. That, that's where you don't pay taxes for 20 uh, years or whatever. Yeah, yeah. they go toward uh, you being able to build supposedly where something uh, never had a chance to be built. Uh, and no, some of them are important because if it weren't for some of those things, nothing would ever get done. But at some point, it has to slow down. I don't know how we got off on the tiffs of pilots, but that should be a topic. 
in the future. Should be. Tiffs and pilots. Well, as a matter of fact, I think I've got a list of all the people, all the companies that are getting tiffs and pilots. Oh, do you have that? Yeah. I have. I've never seen that list. Okay. All right. That closes the mailbox up. So uh, let's move on here as we're getting close to the end here. And let's see. This is the Ed and Bob show. Coming up in just a second, we're going to hear what Ed's complaining about. He's always got a complaint, <laughs> and I've got one as well. So that's come up, and uh, we're going to do that. And then uh, we, our next show, um, I can go ahead and tease this, I guess. Yeah, our I next, guess should. our next show, we're going to talk about bullying. It is a, it is a bullying is uh, is a, a terrible thing in society. Terrible, it is. It is. Because once it starts, it's hard to stop. And we're going to talk about that in our next show. All right, Ed, what's your complaint? All right, my my complaint is these um, gift card, not gift cards, but reward cards. Okay. And discounts you get when you use a card. For instance, mm-hmm. and, and if you, why? Because I don't have I don't have room to carry all these cards. Right. I don't. I just don't have them. You're supposed to get them on your phone now. Well, are you? <laughs> I guess. I went to Walgreens the other day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I did not know this, but I have 2,200 points. What does that get you? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, you know, th- listen. They, but I would like for them to just, just lower the price. You know, it's not about points. It's not about discounts. You know what it's about, don't you? What? Tracking you. Oh. When you use that card, they, they they measure what you're buying. And they know everything that Ed Brantley and his family buys every month at Walgreens. They know what you normally do every year. Well, what about the gas cards? Gas cards are the same way. They know when you come in typically, if it's on a Friday or a Sunday or a Monday. They, that's how they do their buying, by measuring what you and I are doing. Well, I thought that the, I thought the the profit margins in grocery stores, for instance, is about 2%. Yeah. If you get 2%, they say they're doing well. Well, if you give out all this discounts away with the cards, how do, how do you have a profit? Well, they mark the prices up where everybody, if you don't have a card. Listen, if you don't have a card, what's the cashier always say? I'll use this one. Exactly. They're not going to charge you that full price. Are you kidding me? Ah. <laughs> all right, here's my complaint, Ed. And this is something we did something about. Red light cameras. You did. Yeah, you worked that, buddy. I, I will. I, it made me ill. Red light cameras. I am still upset that red light cameras still exist. And I'll tell you why. I don't like the fact of machinery, electronics, catching us and then penalizing us. If if we're doing something wrong, then an, a, a, another human being should point it out, not a, an electronic something. And uh, I just I, I, it bothers me. I think it's the beginning of bad things in the future of being watched by you can say Big Brother or whatever. Mm-hmm. Electronics mm-hmm. should work for us, not be watching us and catching us mm-hmm. and finding us. Mm-hmm. I don't. It bugs me. I don't mind cameras watching me, but I don't like to be fined by it. And they still got them, and Farragut still has them. They, that's a big oh, yeah. income producer for oh, Farragut. Oh, yeah, they love it. Oh, heck, yeah. But you, if you get one, you send your check to Oak Ridge. Mm-hmm. And as you and I both know, where do a lot of these companies that have red light cameras across America are from where? Australia, yeah. uh, New Zealand, yeah. other countries, and they get like, what was it, 50 to 60% right. of the cash? Right. 
They put the light. They put the cameras up and everything. You don't have to pay for anything if you're a city, and then you just get a check every month. But you're, you're it's an it's an unvoted on tax, and going to other someplace else. And Farragut loves it. I know. I mean, they they, they really love it. They think they they. It's probably the, mayor, the main source of income. Yeah, the mayor told me he says, "Oh, our streets are a lot safer because of this." Whatever. Of course, they don't have any police down there anyway. Well, Knox County is their police. Yeah, and I don't ever see them there either. So. Well, all right, that's it. Ed, tell everybody how they can get in touch with us or leave a comment. Okay, if you want to leave a comment, go to edandbob.com and go to the comment section. Or you can email at Ed and Bob at Yahoo. Yahoo. And there's Twitter at Ed and Bob Knox, K N O X, at Ed Brantley, at Bob Thomas Knox, Facebook.com forward slash Ed and Bob. All right. And don't forget all the pictures from our trip to Charleston and the interview, the live video interview will be on our website. Just go to, it's on there right now at edandbob.com. And if you want to send us some pictures, you can send them yeah. on edandbob.com. Uh, I'm so that's it's just that easy. Um, another day has uh, has gone down the the tubes here, and we've enjoyed it. We we talked about our trip. We talked we talked about a lot of great stuff this hour. The border wall, and coming up next time, Ed bullies. Yeah, we're, if we could whip ever bully, we'd do it, wouldn't we? All right, Ed, enjoyed it. Bye. Thank you, brother. I hugged her and she hugged back Like the sailor said, quote, ain't that a whole